And welcome to Common Nonsense with Kevin and Kobe. I'm Kobe. And I'm Kevin. And uh, it's another wonderful day here in beautiful quarantine. Although things are looking up a little bit, maybe we can get going here again. Uh, Colorado is getting set to uh, get off quarantine next week, which will be the first time for almost a month. What do you, do you think Jared Polis is going to extend it? I don't see a reason to. Um, you can extend it to certain cities, but I think the the smart move is to make is you know to allow counties to make the call themselves. Um, I think maybe Larimer has already made the announcement that they're going to push it back to uh, April thirtieth. Larimer County. Yeah, maybe, but uh, I think we'd have to. Uh, I think that was being discussed. I never. I don't think it ever went in. I think next week we're looking at the end of the quarantine here in Colorado. I think they're trying to just tell people, you know, the whole masks, wash your hands, and you shouldn't get it kind of thing, which makes sense because that's the truth. Yeah, um, I'll just ask the person that I know that works for the city on what what she's hearing. Uh, but I'm I'm kind of interested to see. How many states will actually go past, wait, like into May? I can see California and New York going deep into May. Oh, absolutely. I can see New York doing it. But California, uh, California, I think, is already starting to relax in, a, in certain places. They're, they have handled this really well, especially for how populated it is. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's at like one-tenth the fatalities of New York, wow. if that. Um and uh, I, I think that we're going to be I think Trump is discussing with governors to try to say, hey, let people who can go back to work, you know, let mayors make the call on if their city's getting too bad or getting overfilled or anything like that. So, yeah, because it's silly to have some of these rural areas still like locked down, essentially. Yeah. And um, especially for healthy people. So I think some of the statistics are as followed in New York. Uh, I think they've had 26 deaths of the 10,000 plus that they've recorded are people who are um, under the age of 45 with no uh, with no additional risk factors. I think 26 have died out of the 10,000 plus. And I think that once they've started doing the math and started actually looking at it, when you look at the effective fatality rate, it's at... For ages under 45, it's basically a 0.06%, which is less than the flu. Um, for our age group, it is, if you're not, you know, a diabetic, because that apparently not, not smoking, being overweight, being a diabetic. Yeah, heart uh, problems. Heart, heart issues is the number one risk factor for people under the age of 45. And as long as you're not suffering from something like that, I think they're basically saying you can basically, you know, look to go and back to work and everything. So, um, yeah, our economy's taking a real big hit. We, we, we really got to try to get back to work. Oh my gosh. Even, even say it is like worse comes to worse and the second wave comes and it's worse than the first wave. Yeah. At least we'll have a month where we went back to work too. Like it, like prolong the ability, like how long we have to be able to not running stuff. I think at the I end think of the, anything helps right now. Yeah, I think at the end of the day, you kind of have to look into going towards the Sweden model, where they were basically just like, we're not going to quarantine. They haven't quarantined, and they've seen like spikes, and they're seeing higher than average 
death rates, but nothing extraordinary, nothing that's any different than, you know, the variability between lockdown stances. Um, so at the end of the day, they were kind of just like, look, we went about our business as normal, told the people that should uh, to quarantine. And other than that, you kind of just have to let it go. Um, you kind of just. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm more along with that right now. Yeah, I think that's I think that's probably this. We really have to start prioritizing reopening the economy. You're starting to see protests. I know down in Colorado there was, you know, there's people protesting and you hear people like, you know, why, how dare you go protest? Like, you know, that's just going to get more people killed. It's like, look, we these people are out protesting because their lives are falling apart around them. We have over 20 million new people on unemployment right now and more are applying. Like, yeah, if you listen to CNN, like, because you don't want to, break your finger you decide to cut it off yeah so then you can't break it exactly and it's at what point are you are you like eh, maybe a, f- a fracture is okay like, yeah exactly like i'll take that risk yeah no I, I need my finger even if it's a little bit if it's not as functional i know it's it's it comes off as incredibly callous to say but you got to start talking to people like look the the risk factors that come with this amount of unemployment, this shutdown, like the depression factors. How many suicides are we going to see as a result of all of this? Are we going to see ten thousand suicides in this and only forty thousand deaths? Because at that point, it's like, are who the people that are going to be killing themselves are the ones that are healthy that had a lot going for them, and then everything came crashing down. What people aren't taking into consideration is how the rest of the world they don't have the abundance that we have and no. that they're going to start losing people to starvation yep. at higher rates than what COVID would do to COVID-19 would do to them. Absolutely. And uh, that's silly. Yeah, no. And it's, uh, we didn't want to underreact and have everything go wild like Italy. And that 100%. was more, but we also, you know, we, we had the appropriate reaction for the time and now we got to like start reevaluating. Well, I mean, I would have liked the borders shut down years ago. Yeah, but that's 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 a different argument to be had. Um, the the thing is, is that you for what we what we are. I think I think we reacted fairly well. Not perfect. No one's gonna be perfect though. Well, speaking of this, like it's starting to really bite the media in the ass. So first, you had Den Cranshaw go on the Bill Maher show, and for those of you who haven't yet, I strongly suggest you take the time to go watch the interview he did with Bill Maher. But in effect, Bill Maher starts rattling off how Trump wasn't responding to this thing at all. And he goes like, oh, on January 18th, Trump said this, like, it's not a big deal. And then on January 30th, Trump said this, like, it's not a big deal. And February, and Dan Crenshaw just basically goes, whoa, stop. Like, yeah, if you present it like that and don't also present what Trump is doing. And that's always been my thing with Trump is that you have to be able to look past what he's saying to what he's actually doing. Cause he's the kind of guy that'll say, you know, one thing out loud and then do something else. Like his action won't necessarily match his words. And so when he's, when he's saying like, Oh, this isn't going to be a big deal while also shutting down travel to China. Cause that's what he was. That's what Bill Maher was saying. Like, Oh yeah. Back in February, Trump said that this wasn't going to be a big deal. You know, the numbers are going to go back down. And Dan Crenshaw is like, yeah, but he also shut down travel to China are with China to which another talking point came up. The fact that there have been people who have gotten into America from China, like it's a bad thing because the people that are getting in are American citizens and green card holders and stuff like that. Although I don't understand unless it's strictly business and I still don't understand why you're even over there in China. 
Oh yeah, no. There, well, they, there's just so much business going on, dude. Don't so. vacation there. Yeah, no, it's not so Don't much give vacation. Them any but money? There's a lot. Of, there's a lot of people, especially in places like Hong Kong and stuff, that are. I'd rather pay extra to go to space to see the Great Wall of China than go to China to see the Great Wall of China. Yeah, no, same here. Especially if you slip up and say one thing like, "Oh, Jesus exists." Like, I uh, no, I just don't want to give them any money. Go join, go join the, uh, go join the Uyghurs there. You, you dirty little Christian, you. Yeah. Um, it, but it's Death like camps. It's like all he does is just. He's a great example of the of the problem that's become so apparent with the left during all of this, and it's how transparently they try or they're trying to re rewrite the history on this one. Joe Biden just came out with a campaign ad saying that Trump didn't respond strong enough and that he would have responded stronger, right? Like, uh-huh. as if Joe Biden didn't five days after and 25 days after in a debate call Trump xenophobic for his Chinese travel who, ban. Who you ask? As if he didn't. Like, Because I'm sure if you ask him, he didn't. Yeah, no. He didn't say that. Because he, he doesn't I, remember anything. I never... Uh, I never uh, said the thing about, do you know the thing and the people doing the thing across you know the what thing? I'm saying. Oh, you know what I'm talking about. The Why whole, not stop? Uh, you know, that whole Who's travel, talking? the travel exception I, ban thing. <laughs> Who's talking? God. Like, Why like, not stop? You know what I would do if I was Trump is just like on the debate stage, just be like, just, you know, they ask me a question and be like, all right, can we just... Can we just pause for a second? Just point out, look, like, look at him. Look at what you guys are doing to this man. This is just cruel. It's just, it's unreal. I can't believe you guys are letting that. You guys are just. This is just wrong. Like he, his brain doesn't function. I'm not even saying that as a joke anymore. Like his brain doesn't even function anymore. What are you guys doing? This is just cruel. You're all cruel. You're all a bunch of jerks. You put you put a gay twang on 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 your Trump impression, eh. especially with your hand. Your hand. Eh. You guys can't see, but his hands nice and frilly. It's okay. Um, uh, I'm just hoping that I get my wish. That Trump sniffs Biden. That's oh just that's all I want. God, I want to see it so bad. My life will be complete if if Trump sniffs Biden. I want to see him like start answering a question, and then like 45 seconds in, as he's looking over at Joe, change what he was saying. Like start the answer on like environmental policy, and then be like. And I think that what we need to do is just open it up more to more people. We need to make it easier for countries to produce these new technologies. And then I also think that, looks over at Joe Biden really quick. Uh, I think that Syria really sucks, right, Joe? Oh, yeah, yeah, that's Syria that, uh... No, Syria does not suck. That Saddam, who's, I mean, whatever, you know the guy. You know the guy over there, yeah. Uh, Syria needs to go. He's, uh, I don't even know what to say about old Joe. Oh, sleepy, sniffy Joe. My dude is always struggling. I feel so bad for him. Just let him retire, retire, let him go sit on a beach. It's honestly cruel. Like he didn't run in 2016. He didn't even try to run for a reason. Um, mainly it was that they told him if he, he did. He was competent then, too. Yeah, he was competent then, but also he was told that if he did, he would mysteriously commit suicide. So, oh, uh, they told him that? Probably, yeah. They were I like, know, oh, probably. You'll, you'll get Clintoned really quick. Yeah, well, everyone gets Clinton <laughs> now again. Joking, obviously. I'm not. Wink, wink. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Kobe is of sound mind and strong heart. He would never kill himself, so... 
Question the two shotgun blasts to the back of the head when you hear about it. Yeah, I've told my mom a lot that if I die from something whack and it just doesn't seem right. Politically motivated. It's not right. Yeah. yeah. Yo, I, I'm getting real sick of talking about Corona, aren't you? I've been tired of it. Yeah, but what we need to do is... Uh, we I'm just need- glad... Okay, school, uh, it's such bittersweet because... Bitter because online school sucks. It's oh so my trash. god! But it's nice not having to like get up and go to class. I'm not gonna lie, but I miss the the perks I had going to class. Yeah, because I worked on campus. The yep. little perks that I got here and there, dude. I've missed two senate meetings just because I forgot about them. Yeah, no, and it's it's <laughs> like what it's. I don't uh, understand how they expected the whole point of some people are suited for online classes. I'm not. I need but schedule. But the whole point of college is that you go to a place to gain knowledge that you did not have prior. I'm not trying. I cannot teach myself this stuff. Like I, I can't learn in my own house. I can't do homework at my own house. Like I have to go somewhere else to I do miss the rigors of being in class and being there face-to-face with the teacher and being able to ask questions and being like forced to be there and, and learn. And it's... It's kind of just like, and I've obviously everyone listening who's in college right now and experiencing the same, you understand, you understand just how, you know, big of a pain this has been. But I think that it's been underappreciated just, you know, how much of a letdown this has become. There is just, you know, I love learning. I love what I do, what I study. And it's just so disappointing that I'm not going to, obviously there's bigger problems to worry about, but. You know, it's just so disappointing that I'm not going to get the knowledge about the things that I took the classes for because, you know, especially reading stuff like, uh, you know, early modern philosophy, the shit is confusing. Or like early philosophers like Descartes and Spinoza, Leibniz, they they took pride in writing the most convoluted, fucked up, comma ridden paragraphs possible and it's like therefore so because however whence then they're like bruh you got so many transitions i don't know what you're fucking talking about anymore you just need to throw a period in there make this a little bit more approachable no 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 well when was it written oh this was so descartes uh the meditations were written in like the 1640s yeah, so that's a totally different English, though. No, no, no. It's it's not. It's not like the Shakespearean old. No, like no. These, but even from sixteen hundred, dude, from seventeen seventy six to now is a different English. No, it is a different English, but that does not change the fact that they're different English. They still go above and beyond the necessities for words. Uh, it maybe, was written in French, know. but like some of it was written in French, some of it was English. But it was like. No, they're, they they still to this day philosophers have this problem. Oh, for sure. That's because it makes them sound important. Yeah, no, that's the whole point. And in fact, that was like David Hume's whole argument was like, y'all are a bunch of assholes trying here's, to make it so that people can't understand you. Here's the big issue, though, is is we've been conditioned, and I, it's a natural condition. Your room is where you're like lazy, where you go to sleep, and where yeah. you just don't do anything. Yeah. So trying to do any work in oh, your God, bedroom is... Oh. It's impossible because your brain is conditioned. You know, we're Pavlov dogs. Yeah. In our room, that is where we sleep. That is where we don't do things. No, I agree. But So that's that's my biggest issue is I, I have to. That's Freshman year was so bad for me. Yeah. It's because I was like essentially trying to do homework in my dorm where I sleep. Yeah. That's just not, it's not ideal. 
Yeah, no, I'm 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 lucky in that you know I have this space out here now. But like, when I was first trying to, well, anytime really, even when before all this happened, anytime I was trying to study, um, I ha I like I can't do it at my house. I just, I just can't. I I can't do it with my girlfriend. I can't do it at my house. Like. Uh-huh. I have to be in a specific spot to study if I'm going to... St- no, I could be at my house. I just have to be in, like, the living room. Yeah, no. I, I do well I'm in the a, living room. I mean, I meant, like, so I meant, like, not in my bedroom, you know. Yeah, bedroom's um, impossible for yeah. me. Yeah. I can do it in the bathroom. <laughs> I, I I read some... Like, sometimes I'll read my textbooks while I'm, on the, while I'm on the toilet, but normally I'm... I mean, normally I'm trying to, like, get out of the house. I just... I oh, procrastinate. So I'm finishing an assignment while I'm on the toilet trying to kill two birds with one stone. Gotcha. Before I have to go to class and turn it in. That's fair. Yeah. So this is like <laughs> my last minute and I don't have any more time to waste. So I have to I have to do at least one problem while I'm sitting down. No, that makes sense. Yeah. I, could I wish that. I could write while I wipe. That's can't do that. I mean, if you could, I'd, I'd be pretty impressed. You yeah, need to learn. I need my, well, I, I can't wipe my ass with my, with my left hand to write with my right hand. I mean, like what? I can't, like, I can't wipe with my left hand. You, you can't teach yourself to wipe your nope. butt with your other hand? Impossible. Uh, the risk is too high. Dude, like... If I miss... I mean, yeah, you got shit, shit hands, but so I, does no, o- Odell do Beckham. But yeah, I can't do that though. <laughs> Sports jokes. <laughs> no, but I, I can't risk missing with my left hand. That'd be uh, nightmarish for me. I mean, why though? That's like in in most cultures, you don't shake the left hand because that's the poop hand. I know that's Arabic cultures, uh, Middle East culture. Yeah, you get the yeah. left hand. Yeah, well, I can't, I can't wipe with my left hand, so. Too bad for them. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, that should tell you next time you go to shake hands with one. Yeah, but I don't miss with my right hand. That's why I only use my right hand. Yeah. That's well. the, that's that's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's no. why I don't want to teach myself because there's too much of a learning curve. <laughs> that's big why, facts. Why, why are you acting like wiping your ass is the hardest thing in the world to do? Well, I mean. <laughs> bruh, too much of a learning curve. Uh... Wasn't trying to wipe my ass for a very long time, bro, when I was younger. What, you seven years old, assuming position? Mom, Dad. You wouldn't believe it, nigga. <laughs> Were you really? Asked my mom, I was bro. What the, what the fuck? We gonna bleep that, but yeah. Hell yeah, bro. I was that nigga, bro. <laughs> what the fuck? Dead ass. How, what? Jesus Christ. <laughs> my dad would have just come in and thrown a toilet paper roll at my face and told me to figure it the hell out. Oh, I'm sure my dad would have too. You're damn years old. My mom a little nicer. Oh my Jesus. I can't. What else can I say, bro? She's nice. <laughs> what the fuck? I told you my dad lived vicariously through me to play video games. <laughs> Which is funny. I talked to my brother about that over the weekend. Yeah. And he was like, yeah, there was a lot of times where we didn't do anything during the summer except play Call of Duty. I was like, I know. That dude was cool. <laughs> we should have been mowing the lawn all the time. Uh, yeah, no. I mowed the lawn like half the time. My dad used to come in. All right, Kevin, you've been in here for three hours now. Go outside. 
Oh, the sun, it's so bright. Yeah, hey, that sun is bright after a long day of here, guys. Yeah. Dude, I remember, I remember, like, those summers, like, well, I remember when I was in high school and Modern Warfare and Modern Warfare 2 came out, and oh my god. Mind-blowing, man. Yeah. Back in the day. Modern Warfare 2, Black Ops 1, those are my prime time, prime age for Call of Duties, for sure. Um, I Halo 2 and Halo 3 were prime times for me as well. My, my- I played Halo <laughs> 1, Halo, yeah. um, but it wasn't... I don't think we had an Xbox at that time. Call of Duty, Black Ops, Zombies. Me and my boys used to sit and play that for hours. We get so stoned and play so much zombies. I actually have Black Ops 3, the zombies pack, if you ever want to sit and just play some zombies for a bit. I'm going to give you an unpopular opinion. Oh, yeah, you told me. I hate zombies. You a fucking bitch. I don't get it. I don't understand why people want to just survive there's no winner. It's, it's a fucking zombie horde. You like you survive. Like you just keep killing shit until you die. There's no win. Yeah, there's a there's a win. Like you just know what you're doing. You get to level ninety nine. It's the win. There's there's not a level one hundred. No, you can win. You can get to the end. Really? Just, no one does. I had no idea. Yeah, there's 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 an end goal as well as in some of the maps. Like they have a bunch of like Easter egg setups that you can do and stuff to like. To open up stuff and ex- I want to dominate another person, not a not a yeah, computer. Yeah, that's what you do with your buds. You're like, bitch, I have 587 kills and you had 73. <sighs> what the fuck are you doing? Play me straight up. Let's play a one on one. Then I bet I beat you. Yeah, but like that's what I'm saying. <laughs> what? You nah? It's silly, bro. No, it's fucking dope. No, and you need to get silly. the hell over yourself. That's like that's like someone saying, "Dude, I I I completed the campaign with more points than you. What's up?" And then they get wrecked in a one on one. Like, who's the real winner here? No, but zombies, the person that played but, but against the bitch, computer, but like you're a or bitch the person and zombies, that played against getting, another person. But. If you're getting a lot of knockdowns and zombies, you're a fucking bitch, and everyone knows it. You let the entire team down, and you need to be. That's tough. why I don't play it. I'm like, play me one on one. Guarantee I beat you. Yeah, because yeah. you suck. Yeah, like take it's me really, to the jungle. It, it's really easy to just say I'm I'm Kobe and I suck at zombies. I don't I don't want to play zombies. Yeah, I suck at it because I don't play it. I've played it like mm, 12, 15 times. That's it. I played sticks and stones. I played one in the chamber. Sticks and stones was my favorite on Black Ops. Oh, I love sticks and stones, dude. Ah, uh, see, I need to recover. Do you th- do you think they saved those? Uh, your cl- saved clips from that game? Oh, you'd have to really dive in there. I have no idea. Yeah, the, well, the thing is, is I don't know if I can recover my old Xbox Live account. Yeah, that's going to be, that'll be the issue because... And it's going to be saved on my ex, that particular Xbox, I'm sure. Yeah, so chances are. Ugh, I don't even know where that 360 is. You, It's gone forever. I'm afraid so. Yeah, that's unfortunate. I have a. I, I still, still have, have my official too, though. I still have my official or my my original PS3. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Is that the one over at your girlfriend's? Yeah. Nice. That's that's still my OG PS3, man. That thing has like no room for video games on it at all. <laughs> that's funny. No, so I got the Xbox Elite and it had the 120 gigs. Yeah. Versus the standard ones came with like 20. Yeah, no, they were something terrible. that was stupid. Yeah, they or were 32. Hard. It was yeah. probably 32. No, they were bad. Yeah, and I got 120, so I felt like a baller. I was like, dude, I can do whatever I want. 
dude. I miss those things. Dude, I mean, popping I mean, off I, the hard drive yeah. off the top to go take it over to your friend's house. Uh, it was essentially a switch, bro. <laughs> what, what a fucking Xbox? Yeah, you until just it take gets the a hard red ring of death. Dude, because I, PS3 I got the, was a better uh, system. I for, it's the one ring, and it's the E E forty eight or something like that code. Yeah. Um, and mine was out of warranty, but they still fixed it. I mean. Yeah, because they got sued hard for for some of those. I don't doubt it. Um, but I just remember that the uh, I just remember that the PS3 was the way 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 better console with the better everything than PS2? the PS2. <laughs> the PS3, no, it wasn't. Uh, okay, let me ask you this. This is going to be a tough like tough choice. Yeah. Best console ever. That you have either played or whatever. Because you can't throw like, you can't oh, be like, well, it's Atari, too. bro, but I never played it. That's just what everyone says. No, I love, PlayStation 2 was the best time. PS2? Yeah. That's exactly what I was going to say. PS2 was like, you had your Jack and Daxter, your Sly Coopers, your Ratchet and Clanks, you had your Grand Theft Auto San Andreas, you had your OG uh, God of Wars, you got your... All your sports games. The sports like, games were actually good back then. Yeah, uh, PS2 was the day, man. PS2 were the Tony the Hawks. Yup. Project A and uh, even Underground, Pro Skaters. Dude, dude, Underground 2. Tony Hawk's Underground 2 is the best one. And Need for Speed. Dude, even those were good. Like Need for Speed Underground. Uh huh. Underground, Underground 2, 2. Midnight Club 3 Dub Edition. Even the Hot Pursuit wasn't bad. Dude, the PS the PS2 was the it was the tits. I love the PS2. Um, it was black. So it, was, calm. it was cool. It had My original one broke or whatever. So I got the second one. What is it called? PSX or something the like slim. that? The Slim. It was just... Oh, the Slim. PS2 is Slim. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I have that currently. But I, the, the first one that was so big and oh, well, it made so much noise. Dude, they all make noise. It even breathes the PS4. so heavy. The PS4 makes tons of noise, but the yeah, uh, I saw a meme about it. It was like Xbox don't do this, and he had towels <laughs> laid out on top of his PS4 to keep it cool. Yeah, no, <laughs> it gets really hot, and it sounds like a jet engine if yeah. you don't clean it. But I clean mine, and it's it's nice and quiet. But okay. they're really easy to clean. Um, I just figured you'd take some compressed air cans. Well, not just that, but you, I popped off the top and I actually like disassembled it and oh, got okay. in there and cleaned it. It's really easy. Anyone who's never done it, it's a really easy, uh, there's really easy uh, uh, guides online. But um, I think the PS2, like, it had my one of my favorite video game series of all the first off, Simpsons Hit and Run. Fantastic game. Oh, that game is hilarious. That's the game was amazing. But the SOCOM, SOCOM 2 and SOCOM uh-huh. 3. They need to make another military shooter like that. I love those games. You know, it would drop you down in with your team, and it'd be like, "Here's your mission," and you'd go and do your mission. Like, so I played uh, another thing that I think PS2, since it was backwards compatible, yeah, I think that really helped it a lot. Um, so, uh, so that's why I still consider it the best because even though I love, really love some PlayStation One games, I was able to play them on PlayStation Two, such as like Spyro. 
Oh my uh, god, I love. <laughs> I have the Spyro reignited. They have it for the Switch, you know. Oh. Yeah, that's, they have the trilogy on the Switch. It's nice. awesome. I have it. I have it on the PS4, and I absolutely. Spyro is one of my favorite games. Series I, of all Spyro's time. Reptor Rage. Reptor's yeah, Reptor's Rage. Rage. Reptor's Rage. You have, you yeah. have Spyro. You have Spyro. Reptor's Rage, and you have Spyro Year of the Dragon. Yeah, Reptor's Rage was the one that we had, and I played it. It was great. Great game. I think last time I saw it, was twenty bucks for all three. Wow. So uh, might have to do it. it. Yeah, yeah, might have to. Might have to pull awesome. the trigger on that one. They're, they're like I, and the remasters are amazing. They'd like, you know, it it plays. It feels like the game, but as vibrant as you remember it being. Even though I promise you, it was. Yeah. Like, but uh, coming up next, we're gonna get into some actual uh, sports talk here. We're gonna go over some of our favorite, some of our favorite teams of all time because we have decided that there is a serious and glaring lack of anything sports related going on right now so uh stick with us and when we get back we'll have some sports for you guys hello and welcome back um before we get into sports i wanted to touch on something i had brought up uh episode or two ago it was house bill 3398 or sorry senate bill 3398 introduced by lindsey graham the earn it act of 2020 and its intent is to go after uh, to go after illegal human trafficking and child trafficking through the tech companies and everything and have them. So tech companies currently enjoy this thing called Section 230 coverage. Basically, they are not they are platforms, not publishers, anything. You know, if somebody puts something illegal on their platform, the person who does it, who puts the illegal thing up is held liable, not the, the company. Well, this would make it so that if somebody puts anything illegal on your platform, you can get attacked as like Facebook and it makes it so that they have to, you know, get on it. But what it also does, and Senator Lindsey Graham uh, has said, it's like they want to insert backdoors into these companies. And when asked about it specifically, Senator Graham said, if, with, if we didn't have some kind of backdoor, we would be good going in blind and we will not be going in blind. So they are trying to hide the removal of end-to-end encryption because um, that's the only way that a, an act like this can actually be used is to get rid of the encryption that would protect people uh, and make it so that, you know, people are, who are committing these acts or transporting and whatever it is, it would make it so that these tech companies would remove the encryption, allowing them to be caught for what they're doing. Now, um, Noble Act, yes, we all want to end human trafficking. We all want to end child pornography. We want these horrible things to go away. But you have to do it within the parameters of not taking away American rights. Like, you cannot take... Law-abiding citizens. Law-abiding citizens should not have their rights stripped at the cost of criminals. Because if that were the case, then you could, you could justify anything with the rationale of it's going to limit, you know, help us track criminals. And this, Beach, guns, yeah, it's, everything it's, else. It's like the Patriot Act, but for, gun, for uh, tech companies, like... Um, they're using child porn instead of tech, uh, instead of uh, terrorism. terrorism. So I want to be uh, extra specific because if you read the if you read the bill, it's hard to figure out where the end of the the cessation of end to end encryption is. But it's hidden there in the in how it would be enacted, and we need to make sure that we are not you know allowing these politicians to do these underhanded things, um, and. I think that it's really important that we keep on top of this and we make sure we make them come out and say flat out that they're not going to get rid of this. 
All right, well, that's enough politics for now. Um, I don't know about you, you listeners, but Kobe and I, as you've probably heard before, are huge sports fans. And uh, I thought it would be fitting if we went over, you know, the stories, the, the memories that that made sports such a big part of our lives. So, um, Kobe, what was like the first real great memory you have watching sports with like your dad or something like that? Uh, mine was actually not watching sports, playing sports with my dad. Um, there's this picture. Um, but I do remember roughly, I used to remember it more, of course. Mm -hmm. Um, and I remember remembering it. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I was in my cowboy boots. I always wore cowboy boots when I was like three. Oh, you and uh, Freddie Mercury. So I wore cowboy boots. I uh, had some blue jeans on and a green or blue sweatshirt. And I got down in in the uh, lineman's position, the three-point stance. And I, I remember that. And then I was just always around football and stuff like that. My dad played football and it was I was gonna go play football, um, but as far as remembering, uh, probably when I was like six or seven, uh, my dad took me to OU football games a lot. Uh, that was that was a during the season we probably went down to Norman two or three times. Oh geez, that's a lot of going to Norman. That's gross. Norman's gross. Oklahoma's gross. <laughs> I was like, this was my dad was in the O club and the Sooner club and stuff like that. And so we would go down into the locker room. Yeah. Oh shit. So you got to actually like meet the players and stuff when you were down there. I have, I have autographs that you wouldn't believe at my house, man. I, I try me and I bet I would believe you. Well, I mean, <laughs> but I, I'd have like full teams sign hats and stuff. Oh hell yeah. That's I've had fun. everyone from how much money would you give them? None. I, I've had <laughs> I've had uh, uh, autographs from everyone from Jason White to Adrian Peterson. Like, yeah, good stuff. Adrian Peterson, he might be one of the greatest running. He might be the greatest running back of all time. It's like him, Barry Sanders, uh, oh, O.J. Simpson, and uh, um, <laughs> O.J. Jim was Brown. Really good. Yeah, yeah. Like, but don't uh, forget Walter Payton, bro. Walter Payton as well. Um, Adrian Peterson was blue as you said, Bo Bo Jackson. Yeah, he was really good. His career wasn't that long, though. No, he's the greatest athlete ever, but he wasn't good. He wasn't great as running back. No, you you did say Barry. Yeah, I said Barry Sanders, Jim Brown, uh, Walter Payton, OJ Simpson, Adrian Peterson. Like, obviously, you got, I mean, Emmett Smith, obviously, has got to be in there. Uh huh. Um, as well as Ladanian Tomlinson. Uh-huh. And uh, my boy Marshall Falk. Dude, Marshall Falk. So I was a big fan of his as well. I used he to have, my I, he's my only Rams jersey I have. I used to have one of those little cheap jerseys that you, that you give little kids. Yeah, my favorite, my first, uh, my first memory, like real sports memory ever was, ever was really, uh, it was watching the Rams versus Titans, the Super Bowl 99-2000 season. And then, so it was, that was actually a fantastic year for, you know, year for me because started off watching the Rams and Titans. The Rams won the Super Bowl. I was like, yay, my dad, oh, my dad was a diehard Rams fan. You know, they started in LA. He lived in LA his entire life, uh, even when they went back to St. Louis. 
or even when they went to St. Louis. Um, and so obviously he was hyped as hell. That was their first uh, Super Bowl ever. And um, later on in the year, the Lakers, you know, that was the first basketball memory I have is watching them play the Pacers and uh, watching Shaquille O'Neal, Kobe Bryant dominate the Pacers through six games. Um, and then after that, it was uh, short. Like I, I had, you know, my, my early years of sports, uh, of cheering for sports had a Rams Super Bowl, three Lakers championships, an Angels, uh, an Angels World Series, an Anaheim Ducks Stanley Cup. I got I got real lucky early on in there. For but, sure. Like it's been hell since. But um, I don't know. I, I OU was OU won national championship two thousand. Yeah. So that was Maurice Claret and everything, wasn't it? Right. That was that was Bob Stoops' first year with uh, with uh, Heupel. Okay. Heupel was quarterback. Oh boy, I'm gonna forget that team. Yeah. Anyways, it was star studded. Oh no, Maurice Claret was Ohio State, wasn't yeah, he? I think, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Um, anyways, uh, that Oklahoma team had to beat a really stacked Miami team. Yes. God. Yes. God. I know. That my that 01 Hur- Miami Hurricanes team might be the greatest college football team ever. So, yeah, so I agree. They there's star packed. They are that, that was what a class. Yeah, like what a class. Backfield of Clinton Portis, Frank Gore and um who was the who was the starter? Willis McGahey. Uh-huh. Like yeah, stupid. Yeah. Not even not even fun to watch. Um, that was around the same time Ricky Williams was out at Texas too. Uh, Ricky Williams was a little bit later. Ninety eight, I okay, think. Ninety eight is when uh, when uh, um, Mike Mike Ditka sold the farm to draft him for the yeah. Saints. Okay, he so, was really good. Ricky uh, yeah, was Ricky Williams was really good. Yeah. Anyway, so that's all around same period, especially for my memory. Um, no, OU was losing to Kansas State and, like, LSU in the national championship. We went to the national championship in, like, 2003 or four, and then... Yeah, one of those years you got shit-stomped by USC. Yeah, yeah, yep, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, so those were those are some of my big first memories watching sports with the family, as well as we always watched Olympics when those were on... Um, We'd watch Super Bowls. That was when the Patriots were just gross. Fuck the Pats. Dominating everybody year in, year out. Didn't matter what was going on. They were coming through. Yeah. No, Dion Branch. Pants. You remember that receiver? Yes, I do. Dion Branch, man. Anyway, so. Uh, I hate. So, funny, fun story. Uh, I'm a Rams fan. So, you know who that first Super Bowl? Yeah, yeah I know. Came, came at our expense. Oh, yeah. What else, what else did the Patriots do? They cheated. That's right. They oh, were yeah. big, fat. They're phonies. They're big, fat phonies. Well, so anyways, th- those are my memories uh, of really getting into sports, I would assume, other than playing. What no. sports did you play when you first started? Oh, I played soccer. I played football. I played like basketball. Like 3v3 soccer? Well, I played like when I was growing, coming up. So when I was younger, I played soccer and basketball. And I know, but at, when you're like six, yeah. I think the the biggest they have is 3v3. It's like 5v5 or something like that, 7, seven, seven on 7. That must have um, been when you were like eight. 
Uh, no, I was about six. Five, yeah, six. Maybe um, I was playing younger than that. I don't well, remember. Well, they just do it different in Oklahoma. It's a weird country. Um, yeah, we should be our own country. Uh, yeah, no, I played. So I played soccer and basketball growing up and a little baseball and some football and some volleyball and some uh, dabbled a little bit in tennis. Um, I like I just really love sports. Yeah, me too. Um, I played whatever I could. What I whatever I could. I played basketball, soccer, uh, football. Well, flag football. I started out in flag. Yeah, same. I played Little. three, two or three years in flag, and then went to went to tackle. Um, what else did I play? You played tickle pickle. Yeah, smear the queer. My goodness, what a great game! I wish that was still a thing. Smear God, the queer. I wish, I, would have, I wish the age of political correctness is <laughs> hard um, as it is. Yo, when I have kids, yeah. that's what I'm gonna call it. I'm gonna okay. say, go play smear the queer. <laughs> Dude, yeah, it's like, it's just a classic. Everybody knows what it is. You just, who's the queer? Whoever has the ball. Like, just yeah, question so answered. There's ass. nothing hateful about that. It's, do you have the ball? We hate you. Go. Yeah, but, uh, smear the queer. How much, how much, uh, pro football do you watch in the, you know, growing up? Uh, I couldn't tell you. I don't remember, except I remember Super Bowls. Yeah. Um, well, I was just going to ask you, I was like, Looking back at that time, I was a Broncos fan. Yeah, I was a St. Louis fan. Yeah. Well, I mean, we didn't have a team, yeah, so no, I you just kind of got to pick around. But I, I always liked running backs. Yeah, who like my favorite player of all time is Marshall Falk. I like, was a huge Marshall Falk fan as well. Yeah, he was. and he was on the cover of one of the Madden games. Yeah, Madden '01. Okay, and I had that. Yep. So. Um, that was around the same time that Mike Vick was doing his shit too, man. I was a huge Mike Vick fan, though. Mike Vick might be the greatest athlete the NFL has ever seen. I was a huge Mike Vick fan. That dude was electric. And I think I was. It was like 2008 or seven when he got caught up with the dog thing. Yeah, it was. It was. I think it was 07. He was right in his prime. Everything was going amazing, and then he was found to be killing dogs. I saw something on the internet that actually was like. There was I was I was trying to formulate how I would make the argument. People were like, "How could you hate Mike Vick but love Joe Exotic?" And I was like, "That's." At first, I was like, "Maybe that's a good point." Then I realized, no, it's not that we like. I don't think Joe Exotic's a role model. No part of me would be like, "I think Joe Exotic's a good person." Like, at no. Do you point, hate Mike Vick? No, but a lot of people, especially for the dogfighting, especially when it happened, oh, we hated him. Like, how dare you? Oh, society for yeah, sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and I think it was really, uh, it was, it was, it was a black Twitter thing. So it was kind of like a white people that white people hate Mike Vick, but they love Joe Exotic. That just shows how hypocritical they are. They'll find any. No, it's because when Mike Vick did it, he was at the top of the world. He was a role model, like. He was all over NFL Play 60, all the child, like, he was, he was everywhere in his community. Doing Kids all looked these, up to him, Like, yeah. he was doing all these great, wonderful things. And then it came out that he was killing mother freaking dogs. Like, killing them. Like. Yeah. Um, Joe Exotic, like, the documentary came out and it starts with an interview of him in jail. At no point is, is, is. The assertion made that Joe Exotic should be a role model. Yeah, but I mean, the funny thing is for me is y'all come out, y'all y'all are looking at this from the outside in. Yeah, I'm from Oklahoma. Yeah, 
I knew all this stuff before it happened. Dude, like before they made the. Joey, dog- I remember driving down to my ex girlfriend's. But it's place, not ever it? something I brought up because it's it was it's so wild. No, it was nothing to us. We yeah. didn't care about this shit. Like, uh, yeah, some dude went to jail for killing Look, tigers. Oh and, come on! And once you once you get into the story, it's incredible. Once you start diving in, for sure. But when you're living it live yeah. time, it not mean. at the actual zoo, but you just read the news articles once a year about yeah, yeah. this same guy. Yeah. But but like to get back to my point, like the the <laughs> assertion the, the assertion was never being made that Joe Exotic was a good person. So that was like that that was the most heartbreaking thing because I loved Mike Vick, man. He was his his cleats were awesome. They were badass. Hey, I still want them shoes, man. Dude, they were so them nice. Zooms, Mike Vick zooms. They were so nice. They made uh, you faster. He was insane in Madden. Like, oh, it oh wasn't even God. fun. It was like if, if you picked Atlanta, yeah. you won because you just had to run with them. Yeah, you would. He's you would faster do, than any other player on the you game. Would, you would run a shotgun with a sweep to the uh-huh. left, and you would just take run. off right every yeah. time. You would just go every time. Want to know what's even crazy? The legend is the urban myth is, and I refuse to Google it for confirmation because I want to continue the urban myth. Mike Vick throws left-handed because he wants to use his dominant right hand to stiff arm. I, I have no idea about that. The, that is the only thing that, that is I a legend know, that I have heard. The only thing that I know is that um, he he threw left-handed because that was his natural hand, dominant hand. But at school, the teacher told him he needed to learn to write right-handed, and he was ambidextrous enough to do it automatically. And his mom said, "This was a long time ago." His mom said that it, one day it was so funny because he came into her room or into the house, left hand football in the left hand and pencil in the right hand. Oh, that's adorable. Yeah. And then he drowned dogs. Anyways, <laughs> the uh, uh, the thing about that was so electrifying about him though is that it was just like on any given play he was going off. But there was a. There was someone else that I that was almost as hyped as him, and that completely crashed and burned, and that was Vince Young. Do you remember Vince Young? Uh, he played uh, remember, Texas. Do you so remember yes. Oklahoma Sooner fan that Vince Young, the one man wrecking crew? You remember when he went and beat who? USC, fuck yeah. yeah. I'm a UCLA fan. I, I know, adored that. I'm just saying. <laughs> I remember watching that with my USC fan friends, and we were just sitting there like, hey, hey this guy to is. To us, all California teams the same. We were just sitting there like, holy shit. This guy is beating USC on his own. By the way, do you, remember, do you know what Route 66 is? Like, the, the, the highway? Oh, no, it's when UCLA went into Oklahoma and beat the shit out of the Sooners, scoring 66 points. Oh. Back in 90, 98, I think. And then we did it again recently, too. That was probably when we had Schmellenberger or Schnellenberger. Yeah, well, we did it again recently, too. Like four, five, five years ago or so. We went into OGU and beat you guys again. It was pretty fun. And then you guys kicked the shit out of us recently. Yeah. I think we did a home-and-home. Home. We beat you one year, and then you... Like you had a down year, <laughs> the next year it wasn't bad Oklahoma time. And I'm not worried when we go play UCLA at UCLA. I think we went into o- OU and did it. Probably. I'm gonna actually. Are you look. sure? Maybe. Actually, well, Rouse, yeah, no. UCLA did it. Like beat the crap out of. Uh, Five years ago. 
That might be right. I don't know. We went on so a long it, winning streak at home. We had one of the longer home winning streaks. Oh, well, I'm looking. And then I'm we looking lost up right to, now. The, we uh, lost to someone who it was silly. I don't even understand. It was dumb. It was like Notre Dame or someone. Or Ohio State. Might have been Ohio State. Let's see here. I'm just, I'm just trying to. Yeah, no, you're that, good. It seems that we have the one the one win. I don't remember. I, I Dude, since I've been in college, though, I watch less and less sports every year except this last year. Um, since I don't have cable, uh, I don't want to pay for Fox Sports online and stuff like that. And just quit watching sports. So I still love sports, but I haven't watched. I haven't stayed up as well as I used to. So just for reference, we've actually played you guys a couple times. Bro, uh, OU and UCLA have been playing since like the 50s. Well, it's six times. We have one win, and it was um, we, had the, the, we had the Route 66, but we also had the, uh, in 2017, we went into Norman and beat you. No, we, you guys came to Pasadena and we beat you, but I think that was like the only time I've ever watched it happen. Okay. I just had to bring it up. You guys have always been way better than us in football. <laughs> yeah, OU is pretty dominant. Yeah, no, UCLA has no reason to be bad. Like, I remember growing up, especially in the mid-2000s, like, the mid-2000s was great for my sports fandom. You know, I had Kobe Bryant on Lakers. I also had UCLA um, absolutely dominating in basketball for a little bit there and not coming away with a championship. Like, those, there was, everybody who's uh, familiar with that time in college basketball knows from, like, 2005 to 2007, UCLA should have had two national titles. Those teams... There was one of those teams had Kevin Love, Russell Wisbrek, Aaron Aflalo, um, Drew Holiday. Uh, um, it was, yeah, it was Russell Westbrook, Aaron Aflalo, Kevin Love, Drew Holiday, Darren Collison. Like, it was stacked. Still couldn't win a championship. I am excited to see what OU brings next year. It will be uh, Alex Grinch. Maybe His you guys second can... year and Sprint Spencer Radler from some high school in Arizona, I think. Maybe um, you guys can go undefeated and the college football playoff committee will do the smart thing and keep you guys out of the playoff. Uh, probably not. Because um, I don't want to see Oklahoma. I, Oklahoma's on college football playoff timeout for the next five years. That's silly. No. Will you guys win a college football playoff game or at least come com- be competitive in one oh, and we'll when, talk? When you guys actually make it to the playoffs. Well, I'm sorry. As a fan who's never going to watch his own team in it, I want to watch teams that are competitive. And Oklahoma is not competitive. They're because competitive. the Big 12 is not competitive. That's BS. The Big 12 is not competitive. Texas just, whipped the shit out of Utah in their bowl game. It wasn't even fun to watch. Like After the he, first quarter, it wasn't even fun. Utah barely even counts. The Pac-12 is on what? a downturn. Utah was the only other Pac-12 the, 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 the Pac-12 is on a downturn. Don't talk, don't talk to us until after we fire Larry Scott, okay? All While right. Larry start, Scott's in charge of the Pac-12, it is an utter There was no show. other one-loss team. <laughs> yeah, no, the Pac-12 is worse than... Like, here's the thing. is like The Big 12 does not belong in the college football playoff, but neither does the Pac-12. So, Who else are you going to put in there? Uh, two Big Tens, an ACC, and an SEC. What? Yeah. Two Big Tens? Yeah, I think the Big Tens is the best conference in football. You're lying. No, it's better than the SEC. Top to bottom, it's better than the top SEC. Top to bottom, but yeah. not top to top. No, yeah, no. Well, 
Yeah, LSU was by far the better team, but I think Ohio State, I think Penn State, and I think, um, uh, yeah, I think Ohio State and Penn State were better than Alabama. And I Ooh. think, yeah, no. Maybe, maybe they're towards the end, maybe. I don't think this, I think this year's Bama team wasn't as good as people thought it was either. No, I don't think so either. Um, and I'm just, we should mark this one down. I'm just going to make a prediction. I don't think Tua is going to be as good in the NFL as people think he is. I don't think so and either. I don't think Joe Burrow is either. I don't think so either. But I think Jalen is actually going to do halfway decent. Well, he's from OU, so you would say that. But No, no, <laughs> no. Just because he came to OU, like, even if he didn't, I liked Jalen over Tua when they were at Alabama. Yeah, I actually, like, never really I think understood Jaylen's the hype potential, of Tua. Okay, Tua's a great passer. That's that's the issue. That's, like, why everyone loves him. I think Jalen has the potential to be coached to be a better passer. I think Jalen is more of a dynamic player than Tua. Yeah, I mean, I just... I just always have trouble with the SEC just because I think that there's just too many variables in that freaking conference. Um, you have too many man-childs that are fully developed and aren't going to actually grow anymore yeah. that look like absolute professionals who are going to yeah. dominate in the NFL. And, like, no, they would just reach their max before they got, like, when they were in college and stuff like that. Um, but... I just hate the SEC. Like, I'm just going to be real. I am so biased against the SEC. I don't really I like them either. But I cannot stand it as a football conference. They play good football, dude. I cannot stand it as a, as a football conference because that's the only thing it has going for it is football. Mm-mm. Yeah. I don't... Mm, no. They're solid at wrestling. Fuck off. Um, I think... I don't want to hear anymore. I, I rarely, said they're bad at... I rarely watch... The College World Series, but when I do check in, they always have a team there. Well, yeah, every major conference always has a team there. Well, I mean, doing well. Like, yeah, every every major conference always has a team doing well. It's when you have multiple that's that's really impressive. It's like SEC basketball. Kentucky's doing great. The rest of the SEC is trash. Does that mean the SEC is good because Kentucky's number one? No, because like it means they're pretty solid. Yeah, the SEC is trash. The rest of the conference is trash. Um, and I think it's I don't like, think that you can say that that's the only thing they have going for them, though. So uh, really good at gymnastics, too, across the board. Well, I know that, too. But again, I can say <laughs> it because I can say it. It's fucking America, right, Kobe? I Kobe, know. Are we, what country are we in? Yeah, Colorado. Yeah. Huh. I think that fucking means I can say what I want. No, so not here in Colorado. The SEC's only good at football. I said it. Okay, fair. Fine. <laughs> Fine. Say it. Say it if that's what you want to say. No, but like I just I just my problem is just the media coverage the of pack the pack is only good at, at non uh, like non headlining sports. I mean, you can just look up, you know. Yeah, and all their championships are in bullshit sports like softball. Who the fuck watches softball? Bullshit sports like every sport that isn't football. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> if you look it up, the only three schools in in America that have ever cracked 100 national championships are all Pac-12 schools. Stanford, UCLA, and USC. Yep. Yeah, it's almost like we're really good at everything we freaking do. But See, you guys are inflated on that shit, though. It's it's Y'all have a good population that makes a lot of good athletes, don't get me wrong. But y'all are able to attract so many people just because of 
The California dreaming. It's California. nice of you to finally admit that California is just superior just for being California. No, it has no, hype behind it for no damn reason. It's not for no reason. It's because it's better. I've been out there and it smells like asshole. I've been out to Oklahoma and it smells like asshole. That's cow not asshole. true. It smells like cow asshole. Not true. Yes. Not true. That's yes. Amarillo. Kobe. Oklahoma smells like a cow shit. Not really. Yes. Not really. We're not even known for our cows. Yeah, you're known for other manure necessary no, shit. No, alfalfa. We're really yeah, we're known how, for alfalfa, yeah, and that it, shit smells good. But all the manure it takes, look, Kobe. You have no idea what you're talking about because you've never been out to a farm. Uh, I have. No. Nah. Okay. Bullshit. Okay. There is actually a farm in my family name, oh, so you wow. need to suck it. Someone else, someone else is LaRusso. Yes, but it's like you know. Yeah, there's my great Peter's, Peter's it my, it ammunition. Great, it was my great grandpa's. It's my, it it's my great farm, great cousin of the second, twelfth removed nieces. No, I, I Peter's, Peter's ammunition. I don't even know whatever happened to land. I know that there used to be a farm in the family. My my dad told have me you he used of, to go out there. Have you heard of Peter's ammunition? It's, it sounds like something out of Grand Theft Auto. Nah, um, they make like shotgun ammunition. Let me pull it up real quick. I'll show it to you. I saw a uh, like an ad for it, and they had this black lab with, uh, with a box of Peter's ammunition in his mouth. It was funny. Um, I just know that Oklahoma's not... You're basically saying that, that California schools have an advantage because they're California. Like, that's what you said. So I will take that to the grave. This has been a wonderful, fantastic episode of Common Nonsense with Kevin and Kobe. Yeah, go pick up some Peter's I'm ammunition. I'm Kevin, signing off with California's Great, and that's Kobe agreeing with me. Kobe. Kobe signing off here. Uh, Let me tell you something. Oklahoma's the final frontier. Without Oklahoma, America does not exist. We keep it alive. Texas is only attached to America because Oklahoma sucks so much. All right, guys. Thank you again for joining us on this episode. Don't forget to leave, you know, on whatever platform you're, you're share, using. Like, share it. Like, subscribe. <laughs> like, share, subscribe. Leave that five-star review. Give us a five-star review. It helps us a lot. It helps us, you know, get some visibility. And- I just want to really see what you have to say. What what BS can you make up to tell us that we're good, even though we know we suck? Like, that's... <laughs> If, uh, nah. we'll, we'll get you guys here with a way to get in contact with us that's you know easy to let us know what your opinions are of the show but uh until then uh, yeah yeah i'll make a social media and you can well no i have a social media at the kobe peters yeah blast his social blast kobe blast. Yeah, give me a follow on twitter or send me a dm i'll, I'll read it and i'll message you back yeah. i'm not hit me up uh i am at the coors ferry so um Sp- spell it for people thank you at t-h-e-c-o-o-r-s-f-a-i-r-y that's right. subject to change i'm gonna make him have a legitimate one all right but for now that's what it is all right guys there's like 12 you. followers what, <laughs> a, what a fucking loser <laughs> thank you guys again y'all stay safe and we'll be back here again on whatever day thank you <laughs>